Nerd Talk, Dork Talk, Real Talk, the coolest podcast ever, The Kenny Ho Show. It's showtime. What up? Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode, my third in a row, brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. How are you? I hope all is well. Guess what has arrived in Toronto? No, not Homicide Weekend. That was a few weeks ago. You know, if uh, in case you forgot, let me reenact it for you. So, hey, player, you looking at me? Say, yeah, dog, I'm looking at you. Say, oh, yeah? Pap, 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 pap. Oh, shit. If I cared about my six kids with four different women, I'd really regret that. Oh, get out of here. Don't be offended. That's more or less how it happens. No, no, quite the opposite of that has arrived in Toronto. Carabana, mostly black people. Many, you know, normal, regular, run-of-the-mill people who are just here to have a good time. But then... Some totally like what I just talked about. But no, it's the White Festival this week. The Toronto International Film Festival has begun here in Toronto. Yes, a.k.a. Douche City. Douche Weekend has arrived, or Douche Week. I think it's like a week-long event. And I don't know if it's fair that I have such a distaste for this festival. It's really not even the festival itself, because... I have nothing against indie films. Indie films are, you know, well, some of them are cool. Some of them suck. But I love the idea of indie film because, well, I don't want to say it's like podcasting, but there's an element of what podcasting is that indie film is. Indie film is, hey, I got this great story. Uh, I've got I've got something to say. I've got some talent. I really want to make a movie, but I'm nobody, and I don't have a bunch of money. I don't have, uh, you know, I'm not a big name or anything like that. But why should that stop me? And that's kind of like podcasting. It's like, okay, well, I'm too homely for film and TV, uh, too Asian to be doing radio in small, all-white little town radio stations. I like to think I got a little bit of talent. I've got an interesting voice. I got things to say. Not important things to say, but I I got a bunch of things I'd like to, to get off my chest. So why not me? Why can't I have a show of my own? And that's where podcasting comes in. Anyone can do it. It's it's definitely closer to, you know, you picking up your iPhone, if you're so lucky to have an iPhone, and you're shooting a movie, cutting it on your iPhone, and then throwing it up on YouTube. That's like the equivalent, the film equivalent of podcasting. But this is in the same vein. This is, hey, I'm a nobody. I'm not a star. I don't have a bunch of money. Do you think that's going to stop me from making a movie? I'm making this goddamn movie. So indie film, the spirit of indie film, I love it. That's great. And even the festival in and of itself, the idea why it's there to get these little indie films seen on an international stage, I love that idea too. 
I just don't like the people that are associated with the festival. The people who go to these things, the people who run these things, they're freaking snobby douchebags. Like on Sunday, last Sunday, tickets went on sale. A bunch of people were in line waiting for the chance to buy tickets to the Toronto International Film Festival at upwards of $90 a piece. And to the T, I kid you not, they were all douchebags. You look at them, I'm like, douche, loser, douche, loser. And that's coming from me. Nobody wins less than old Kenny. Until you look at these guys. It's like, whoa, old Kenny's handsome and cool compared to these guys. Like I told this story before. The people in theater school, and that's part of the problem. Theater school made such a goddamn big deal every single year about TIFF. The Toronto International Film Festival. That's how like the program director kind of talked. So yeah, you can imagine three years of that bullshit. Why well, I got so much rage in me. But then you have all these girls and they were always the girls. Oh yeah, I'm volunteering this year. And they'd like look down at everybody like they're talking like they're part of some exclusive club. I'm like, listen, bitch. You're volunteering, meaning doing work for free, work that should be compensated because you're probably dealing with douchebags bigger than yourself. That's no achievement. They'll take you of your breathing. Of course, they, they're they a business. Of course, they'll take free labor. What the hell are you talking about? And in case you forgot, we have school from 8 a.m. to at least 6 p.m. six days a week. You think I'm going to take the few hours I can have to myself for a few nights a week and that one day I have off on the Sunday to, I don't know, somehow associate my, myself with this festival or delusionally think I'm associating myself with, you know, the stars. You're the loser. Get the hell out of here. So each and every year when I see this TIFF stuff going on, I'm just like, uh, douchebags. But there is one person who I know used to do indie films who has actually been at TIFF. The only person, now that I think about it, actually makes TIFF worthwhile is when they got Elizabeth Olsen to show up. Grace this wretched city with her immaculate beauty, with her stunning eyes and lovely smile, yes. As I was watching Infinity Wars the other day, uh, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm really late to the party. I don't like going to the theater. Like, I don't know, is it just my luck? Do you have this happen to you? But every single time I'm sitting in front of the, the piece of trash that kicks chairs. Like, if it happens once, happens twice, okay, accidental. But when it happens, like, ten times, I'm like, what are you, like, fat and uncoordinated? I'm a husky boy myself, and I haven't kicked this chair in front of me once. And when I went to Star Wars, I sat between some, like, you know, 50-year-old dude and some 50-year-old broad. I'm like, I'm not talking to these people. And I guess I'm not using these armrests either because they've decided it's theirs. I'm just going to sit here uncomfortably watching Kelly Marie Tran be shit, uh, Finn not dying even though he should, uh, and this Ryan Johnson ruining my beloved Luke Skywalker. Wow, what a wonderful day this is. So I always wait for Blu-ray. I always wait for DVD releases. The, the home theater experience. And after the first Avengers, I was actually going to give up on the series because I was not impressed I loved Joss Whedon before it turned out he was like some serial frickin' predator type of guy. But fortunately, I didn't because they got better. Civil War, I think, was basically like an Avengers movie. Loved it. Favorite part, you guessed it, the only Olsen I've ever been in love with. Elizabeth Olsen. Oh my god, she's so beautiful. Like, I think 
it's hard for me to say, but I think she's the most gorgeous woman on the planet. It's a real toss-up between her and Lily Collins. Like, it's strange, actually. She's one of the very few women on this planet who's actually getting better with age. Because when she made her debut, or not debut, kind of like her breakthrough role, um, I don't remember them, like Martha, May, Marley, Maylene, something. In that movie, she was like 21, 22 years old. Beautiful, don't get me wrong, but nothing to write home about. But now at 29, I'm like, what? Take my breath away. Take my breath away much, girl. And I think Lily Collins is 28. Maybe she's 29. So they might be the same age. And at 28, 29, I think Elizabeth Olsen's got the, the slight edge on my baby girl. Nobody tell her. Nobody tell her about Tiffany Alvord. Nobody tell her about Lindsay Fonseca. But do tell her about me. Be like, hey, if you want to slum it a little bit, screw movie stars. Date a podcaster. And, you know, don't be shallow. Don't go for, like, successful podcasters. Aim at the bottom. And she'll look last in ratings, but number one in my heart, and it'll be the old Kenny Ho show. But as I was saying, Lily Collins, Elizabeth Olsen, it would be hard to tell, even if it was Lily Collins in her prime, which was, like, even just two years ago. Like, she's done well for herself. Most women, by 24, it's, it's game over. Have you been on Plenty of Fish? Have you been on Tinder? Holy shit. At 24, I'm like, lady, why do you look 44? What happened to you? I thought I had a rough life. At least, like, at least I actually look kind of young for my age. Don't get me wrong, I'm past my prime. Which I shouldn't be. I'm, like, basically Elizabeth Olsen's age. You're too older. Yet my prime was, like, five, six years ago. What the hell's going on? And that's another thing that bothers me about not being an actor. I'm like, damn it, if I stayed with acting, maybe i meet a girl like this. Maybe I stay in good shape because it's required of me to stay in good shape and I get a girl like this. But I wouldn't say get a girl like this just because young Kenny, like primetime 24, 25 year old Kenny, he was a hunk of, hunk of, hunk of burning love, what up? But he couldn't get it done. There's no way he's getting, even he's getting an Elizabeth Olsen. Even if you combine what I used to look like to with my current personality and uh maybe not mindset i'm like always pretty batshit crazy but i don't know i like my personality now i've got a couple good jokes and i'm not afraid to use them combined with those looks maybe not on elizabeth olsen that's like that's a little much but certainly like a regular good looking actress you bet your ass i believe i'm slaying some ass but it's too bad i don't have that shape and i don't believe i'll ever get that shape again that's too much hard work and lack of carbs but yeah, I was watching uh, The Infinity Wars, pretty damn good movie, but I almost, I'm glad I watched it at home because I could pause and stay with my thoughts for a second because had I been in a theater, I would have missed the first 15 minutes of the movie because the whole time I was just like, how the hell am I supposed to believe that this goddamn robot could get Elizabeth Olsen? I don't believe it. Now, I think she's a sweet girl. She's like a smart girl, not like necessarily into looks or anything like that. But this robot, come on, he's not even, he's not even flesh colored. He's not, he's certainly not a T-800 uh, infiltrator model like uh, to Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like purple and pink and gray and shit. He's got a jewel on his forehead. What I'm trying to say is I'm more handsome than the Vision. How the hell did he land her baffles my mind. He seems like an awfully nice guy, I suppose. He's got a great personality, but he ain't got no jokes. And I've been told for the past couple of years, 
Funny is where it's at. Screw looks, screw abs, screw muscles. I want a funny man. And I'm like, Natasha, don't be full of shit, girl. I look at all your boyfriends. None of them look funny to me. They're all like GQ looking models. Don't lie. I'm starting to believe it's all bullshit. Nobody wants jokes. They want good looking. Except for Elizabeth Olsen. I can't understand what's happening here. What's the difference between me and this robot? Hmm? He and I probably have the same capacity to feel human emotions and empathy. Inside, he's got all this concern about humanity. Useless nonsense. And inside me, all I've got is... Turmoil. Useless nonsense. Tell me, Elizabeth Olsen. What's he got that I don't got? I'm a man, technically. I can take it. I can handle it. Tell me. What? What? Oh. He's got a... Massive robot wiener. All right. I can't, I can't, I can't argue with that. But just remember, mechanical malfunctions do happen. His robot winky could probably turn into a saw and cut you in half. You wouldn't have that problem with me. I'm not man enough to make love to a, an Elizabeth Olsen. I would just hold her and play with her hair a little bit. And with me, though I'm a cancer myself, you will not catch cancer chilling with me. But the vision, he's probably powered by some sort of radioactive atomic heart. Good luck with chemo. I still love her. Which is strange, right? Like, I guess this is the Elizabeth Olsen episode. Uh, maybe I'll record four episodes. I'm just going to talk about her for a second. Like, were you a fan of the Olsen twins when you were a kid? Like, I watched Full House uh, on replay, on reruns or whatever. Loved the character Michelle Tanner. Never had a thing for her. Even when they were in their teens and stuff. I must have been probably around the same age. Maybe a little younger than that. Never had a thing for them. Maybe it's because you can't go from You got it dude and cowbunga to Mm-mm-mm good what up. Never had a thing for an Olsen twin. And I remember like being on like the early uh early version of the internet where people are, oh, can't wait till they turn legal. I'm like, you're disgusting. That's Michelle Tanner. What the hell's going on here? Like, I never felt that way about them. That's why I was really surprised when I was watching Gorgita and this super babe walks on screen and I'm like, who the hell is that? I'm like, oh my lord. Lindsay Fonseca, like, you're on your own, girl. Because this girl looks enough like an Olsen but just different enough from looking like an Olsen where I'm like, I'm down. Down a parte, down a clown. I'm down, I don't know. I, do I come off as a real He-Man woman hater on this show? But I actually back, like WWE right now, they're doing something called WWE Evolution where it's all women doing a pay-per-view. That's so cool. I'm down for that. I think they're, the women wrestler right now are way more interesting than the men wrestler. I'm not really interested in, in anything uh, DC's doing. And I know at one point wasn't Joss Whedon doing the Batgirl movie, but like, uh, he's a scumbag now. And he's the one who hired Elizabeth Olsen. He better not have had his way with her. He better not have defiled my baby girl. Because I swear to God, I will put a stake in his heart, both physically and verbally. Because as I do it, I go, the back two seasons of Buffy sucked. You suck. But I'd be down for a Black Widow solo movie. I'm definitely going to watch Ms. Marvel. And I really, really, really hope that there's a solo Scarlet Witch movie. Hopefully she doesn't have a love interest in the movie. 
especially like a chubby Asian guy. I'm like, oh, God damn, I could have been that guy. Every time I watch Spider-Man, I'm like, I could have been that guy, but except actually funny and not look like I'm about to die of diabetes. Like, I love Elizabeth Olsen so much, don't tell Lily Collins, that I was about to buy a three or $400 hot toy of Scarlet Witch the other day, except I was too lazy to go to the store to do it. And it's probably best I didn't because I didn't because I'm like, I'm about to get this job where I'll make that back. It's, it's no big deal because if I had done it, but uh oh, I'm about to live on the streets in a cardboard box. But at least I'll be holding this really articulate, beautiful, lifelike figure of baby girl Elizabeth Olsen. I can't complain. I mean, I'm in a lot of discomfort because this hobo just shivved me, but ah, I'm dying with a smile on my face. Which is more than I thought ever possible. Ah, yes. The nerdy Asian Canadian dream. Alright, I guess I'm doing four episodes. I just ran really long on that one. Oh, I hope you love old Kenny and his stuff because you're about to get a shitload of it. Maybe I'll release two in a row. Two together. Maybe not. Alright, until next time, you take care of yourself. Elizabeth Olsen, I hope you're listening. And I hope you're impressed. I don't know why I was looking. I was looking around like Lily Collins was going to catch me. I wish I led that life. I'm so spoiled. I'm like, let me cheat on my 11 out of 10 girlfriend with this 12 out of 10. Don't tell her I ranked this girl higher than her. Don't. Doodles. Doodles.